This is PBE Daily Early Morning and Late Night Podcast. My name is Point Blank Yvumbi. Thank you so much for taking the time to join me on this episode. We had taken us a bit of a hiatus to celebrate the beautiful things that have been achieved in the last couple of days. And here we are continuing the journey. And I found it best to actually take time to take a break, also take a breather and consume a little bit more information so I could actually have more things that are more informative to speak on on the podcast. Spent the last couple of days being a little bit relaxed and I'm glad I get to do that because it it gets to you when you don't have enough moments to take a break and take a breather i feel like you have to owe it to yourself just to at least find a balance if you can't find a balance just find a way to actually breathe easy and then return to what is considered a rat race for most others if not for myself as well now i have had two three conversations with a couple of friends of mine who are starting to see what 2019 is all about and starting to see where 2019 was born from and i'll tell you this it's it's always a, a an impressive thing to see my friends say like yo I'm, I'm starting to notice that things are not what they seem and the more i see this happening the more i question what my driving forces and what my my aims are what my goals are whenever i hear that I, I i feel the importance of saying that we all have different solutions to what we're thinking and i hope you find your solutions early enough and i hope you find them and you're very happy with the results that you get and it made me start thinking about some of the movies i haven't watched because recently the movie joker came out and it was gangbusters i, I hear it struck more than a billion dollars worldwide and for a movie like that to be consumed so aggressively they keep on telling me about other movies that are related to it and one of the movies that they say were related to it is a movie called the comedian the, the taxi driver sorry it's a movie called taxi driver and it was a movie from the 70s and i'm looking at uh, i finally watched the movie joker and no i have not watched the movie taxi driver but i've watched uh, the making of and the snippets in, inside of what the movie is one thing i learned from that first of all this will only be considered a spoiler if you think reading into the theme of a movie is more than what it is to actually watch the movie so i'll base what i'm speaking on on the different clips that have been put out the different ads that have been put out about these movies and the different uh understandings that have been put out about these movies so my main focus is the periods they were made the current state of the united states right now is is born from the the two economic crashes that have happened in the last 10 15 years right and because of that the level of disenfranchisement that people have is making them question authority now, the people sitting in the very tops of authority are people who are considered very questionable as far as what are their abilities to actually lead a country now in the 70s in the united states they were going through a lot because there were there were lines that were being created because you couldn't find fuel for cars there was a i think there was a war that was being uh, that was impending in the in the gulf and all these things were affecting to what extent the country could build itself add that to the fact that europe was also going through a lot because of how the old symbols of power that existed in the second world war were already falling the cold war was also happening and it was also falling and africa was also coming of age slowly but surely because i think in my in my in the, by the time it was 1973 the, the, my country kenya was 10 years old and it was also trying to find its footing and even our 70s had their own dark periods and their dark moments and right now in our current day and age we have the children of those who experienced the 70s making great uh, contributions to the world of entertainment case in point too early for birds those are a, a group of creators who i would love to have on this podcast as an interview because i've been creating a curating a short list of people i'd like to talk to on the podcast as far as interviews go and too early for birds are top of my list because they they do even more of what i hope to continue contribute in the future through my comic books and all that 
now back to these two movies now the movie taxi driver and the movie uh joker the the thing that actually weaves these two periods together is the level of now the product that the anarchist is becoming a person who we can all relate to and the person who really appeals to our driving forces and our curiosities and when you look at that particular period in time where everybody around us is being bullish or is being aggressive and is being to to put it mildly we're, we've reached a point where we are more concerned about how we get to tear the next man down than we care about how we get to do right by them and by saying that i mean this some of us feel like a, a spark needs to be hit and when that spark is hit and everything goes sideways or it goes straight we get to dictate what our lives are and because this is something we're actually considering ask yourself this are we willing to let things go sideways and work to our disadvantage and as far as disadvantage is concerned are we willing to accept that we do not agree with what is considered the status quo i'm seeing some messages that get sent by friends of mine about how they've seen the world in the last couple of weeks and i will say this it's concerning when you think of how many of us don't see hope or light at the end of the tunnel or we don't even see the tunnel to go down right a, a post was shared with me yesterday and it was a picture of um, a child of our current head of state and it was a picture of her talking about how the economic disenfranchisement that happens to the country and and how the level of poverty is affecting the the people in the country and blah 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 and the comment section of the photograph is what was actually kind of puzzling because everyone was speaking from a position of like how would this kid know what it's like to have nothing how would this kid know what it's like to be in a state of confusion and to be in a state of a lack and when i when i see that my first question is well as a person who sees what that particular state of mind can lead to is it important to me to find my own balance thereafter because what i'm not going to do anymore is be angry at that which is the status quo be angry at that which is the economic state and instead of finding solutions be the person who adds more fuel to the anger that comes with it because it it, it doesn't help anything to keep on diagnosing things that we already know are bad because we know the state of the economy is terrible we know things are not as we want them to be we know things are not as we expect them to become and since we now are aware of all this is it is it not more important for us to now find solutions therein because that's where my state of mind is i want to find solutions for the situation we're going through at the moment I may not like it and because I do not like it I intend to make better the life that I live and I do not want to use the excuse of the political status quo because as far as politics is concerned that is where, yes one one of the things that actually affects what our everyday earnings are but it's not the end all be all I'm sure we can find a way to make sure we can earn for ourselves and earn amongst ourselves and be like the last resort is we actually start addressing those in the political hemisphere or political sphere as a whole with that being said what are the solutions we're hoping to create for ourselves because I think some of the best ways to create solutions is diagnose that which you see right in front of you some of the ideas I've been having for books I want to create have been ideas which would be for lack of a better word perceived in the angle of the bad guy trying to make himself seem as the good guy or the bad guy seeming to be the person who makes most the most sense think of it this way if you look at the last 
um, five, six, seven movies that have been coming out from the country Kenya. Most of these movies, there's always that element of, oh yeah, this guy's evil, we need to take him out, but oh, this guy's evil and I get why he's evil because there's no other way for him to make successes. So in many movies that are created, it's like a, a crime movie and the crime movie ends up making the glorification of the bad guy in that we can see ourselves relatably within the bad guy's struggle. Now, knowing that this is how things are, my hope is I could find a way to make the mundane become entertaining. By that I mean this. I've never seen the story of a person who earns a living on an everyday basis in the in the most honest way possible, honest according to the law of the land, and that person is celebrated as the hero. But I'd like to talk about a person who through the state scenarios he did things that actually ended up making him successful take for example uh, there's this uh, TV series on or, or, or Netflix called the, the Toys That Made Us and in that series they talked about the guys who created Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and that comic book had this funny the, this funny element to it which was the initial comic book was dark, grim and violent because it was aimed at adults when the licensing period came in, the, t- the TV shows and the, and the toys and everything that happened thereafter was lighthearted and kinder. So from a dark place, a piece of hope was created. And when I think about that, it made me have this aha moment where I'm like, okay, yes, yeah, so things can be bad, but you could find a silver lining within the period of these bad things happening and after the fact you could make something that was even of more value to the audience that actually consumes the material it's one of the coolest things to discover even when you're not even certain that there's an actual line that connects these two periods in time because we are disenfranchised we are sad about the status quo we are sad about everything that's happening around us that we hope to actually find solutions for but because we know what all this seems to lead to we tend to question their abilities to adapt i mean take for example the first time i saw a movie about an anarchist that actually really struck me was i think it was v for vendetta and when i watched that movie i could relate to the bad guy because he was he was done wrong and he found a way to redeem himself and fix save the country thereafter and it's hilarious that i'm I'm about to say this line from the movie um uh, uh V for Vendetta and it, it's born from something that happened in November and I'm recording this in November uh, remember remember the 5th of November the gunpowder treason and plot I I do remember that the 5th of November should never be forgot and I hear that line and I hear it's about Guy Fox, a man who actually blew up parliament in, we attempted to blow up parliament in order to make uh, his, his life and his existence a better one and when I think about that movie and I think about how many times I've looked at parliament buildings in Nairobi and I'm like well, you know what I don't like the people in there, but I do like how this building looks. It's old school, but I wouldn't want to burn this. <laughs> I have a certain curiosity about the old things that I would not like to be destroyed. And Parliament Building is one of those buildings. I remember the first time I walked into that building and I walked through one of the, the pathways that is meant for civilians. And on top of the, the doorsteps, there are these uh, two gigantic toads which have been sculpted into the walls. And aside from those toads, there's these serpents that you see in certain areas. And I remember some years back when a certain religious leader was talking about how it's devil worship to have that stuff there. And I'm like, okay, everybody who comes out their face talking about devil worship and all that, I keep on thinking back to the idea of there's not there's never really been a doctrine based upon the devil like the devil's 
doctrine is probably his ability to sway you in certain directions because i think these are personal thoughts i think the only reason why say the devil has never been convicted of his crimes he's always been on probation is because there's no evidence therein it is said the angels fought against other angels in heaven before they were cast onto the earth his talents were not taken away from him you don't take people's material and property away whenever they get thrown into prison if you're still under probation it's also said that the crimes of the devil it's alleged the crimes of the devil are he just inspires ideas and then we do the act his hands are always clean maybe that's why god hasn't taken him out yet to some people it's alleged that maybe god doesn't take him out because if you don't have a person who's the opposer to that which is order man will be bored and that great gift that was given to man that it probably is what the devil is jealous of is free will they don't have the luxury of that because they were the prototypes of what man would eventually become. The angels were the prototypes for man. And probably that's what bred the resentment by the devil in regards to you being the person with the greatest voice in the universe and then you are not being given the chance to say that you're made after his own image. You are actually not the fruit of his worship and all that. It's these other creatures that are made after you. Anarchy. And heaven and hell is born. But all these narratives, as unrelated as they are, this is the rabbit hole and the spiral I've been going through based upon these different things. But then, when I look at how the response of the movie Joker and how much money it's made, my first reaction is not saying, oh wow, this is really dope, whatever. Of course, it's, 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 it's euphoric that a movie that is inspired by bits and pieces of comic book culture is making these gangbuster numbers. But what everyone is not seeing is... If a movie like that is garnering that much curiosity and that much interest and everybody is loving the character who is the lead, who is, by the look of things, anarchist, tried, tested, bothered, angry, venting, and that much money is made about the movie, does it not make you question the state of mind of everyone around us? Because when I watched that movie and after the movie ended, the first song that popped in my head was a song by the Sex Pistols called Anarchy in the UK. And I love that song. Because the, there's a euphoric call, like a, like a warrior cry in the song. And I feel like everybody would like to be involved with that. And I think about how the leftist and rightist movements, even the right in the United States, is going through a moment where they're very right-wing in how they're doing things. They, do, they may not see it, but it's there. The liberal movement has become even more militaristic, and it's because necessity probably dictated that that should happen. And though it's all driven by the different words and the lobbies that were created thereafter, the last time I saw the lobbying of people speaking from the position of being super liberal, a lot of guys got beheaded thanks to that. If you're looking for the point of reference I'm using for that, it's basically the French Revolution. I was sitting down having a my, uh, conversation with my pop, who's currently very active on Twitter, by the way, and I, he was telling me how it's alleged, I don't know if it's fact, I'll have to research for myself, but it's alleged that the father of the guillotine 
or the guillotine the device that was used to behead a lot of people during the french revolution the father of the guillotine was the first guy killed by it i don't know if that is fact but if it is that's a messed up fact to have in existence yo but uh every revolution eats its children and i think also the founders of a movement are never the ones to actually receive the the residual thanks or residual gratefulness because of that and it also makes me think about uh i think his name was gabriel gabriela princip i'm not sure but that's the the young man who shot the austrian prince who was supposed to become king of austria and because of that young man's choice of anarchy the first world war happened which was always assumed to be a war that was going to last a very short time but ended up lasting longer than it was supposed to and everyone had to adapt into new ways of killing each other and these were the results of a person just being all loosey-goosey and being like oh it's just gonna be a couple of weeks assuming anything about war for example ends up biting you in the face and you have to think of things in worst case scenario first and then find solutions and that's what i've been telling all my pals who are starting to find realization in that the world as we know it is very vague as far as what our futures are to be and because it's so vague we need to find solutions for ourselves we know things are not as perfect as we'd like them to be but just because we we, we know this doesn't mean we don't have to find a way to make order of it all consider that consider the fact that as vague as things are and as, as vague as they are they're leading us to vent and lash out and be more attack driven and be more volatile consider those facts and find a balance within yourself that will help you find a way through it all because all we need is a way through it all we shouldn't have to resort to violent methods in order for us to make sense of the world. We can find a compromise and the compromise is probably making a utopia for ourselves from the different actions we take individually. That's my take on how anarchy should be dealt with because I still don't believe that in this current day and age we go to the streets with the placards and hold the banners up because that is a tried and tested method of, of, of revolt that it always has countermeasures that are ingrained in state and how a state is run. Countermeasures have to be created in order to actually make a great enough impact in regards to how bad things are. The only way you can change the signs of the time from what they are right now is to actually put money into the people's pockets who you know will use it to the best of your ability. Keep the money within your community before it gets to the next guy. And in our case in, in Kenya, because we are all one community, we are all black people, and, and most of us are also of uh, other communities. Now, as national members of this country, it's not about the math of who which community is more than the other. It's, it's more the math of how much money do we have that we can spend within our, within our community before it gets to aristocracy. It's aristocracy I'd like to starve out. And the only way I can starve out aristocracy is to share money and wealth within the communities that I have directly in front of me and not only do i mean tribal lands i mean community in the sense of anybody who is around you who believes in what you do regardless of what uh nationality they were born that person even if they come from european descent or eastern descent or muslim descent it doesn't matter but if that person in your immediate community is able to make you better by you spending your money with them and because they're successful you're successful and you get to enjoy the wealth that comes thereafter keep the money within the community before it gets to the aristocracy 
starve out the aristocracy that's my thought right now that's my thought process that my that's my angle and my theme and my mantra starve out the aristocracy say it with me be caesar or be nothing at all Thank you for taking the time to listen to yet another episode. A new week is upon us. We're almost in the middle of November. We're about to jump into December and hopefully find our way to know what 2020 is all about. And though it looks dark, I know there's going to be hope. We're going to do great. We're going to be just fine as long as we prepare. Until next time, Uno.